Hey, what's going on, guys? Ty here. Uh, look, we are here tonight or this morning, whenever you're watching this, uh, to talk to you about the importance of using the next 30 days to prep for what's going to happen on your tax return in relation to sports cards. There's been good years. There's been bad years. A lot of people looking to escape the hobby. And we're just going to talk for the next 10 minutes about the things that you can be doing today to make sure that you minimize your exposure, minimize your risk when it comes to your tax returns. The only person in this world that can handle those questions is Frank. Frank, how are you doing? Hey now, I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me, Ty. Yeah, man. Well, there's only one requirement you had when you came on this show tonight, and that was you get your little channel. Well, your large channel now, over a thousand subscribers. You were at 947 subscribers. That's going to yeah. change. Okay. If you get any any bit of wisdom from this episode tonight, go subscribe to Frank's channel. Do him a favor. His videos are great. His rants are awesome. And he's just a great person in this hobby. You need to support him. So That's go take true. care of him. <laughs> all true. <laughs> all the above, dude. Yes. Okay. It's been, it's been an interesting year in sports cards. You've seen a lot of emails from folks. Uh, yep. I've seen a lot of emails from folks. Let's, let's approach this from the context of somebody who had a bad year in the hobby. Maybe they want to escape the hobby or they want to do things differently heading into the year. What can they be doing right now to minimize their risk from the IRS? Uh, assuming you're having a bad year, and I get this a lot, and you want to get out, I would say the first thing you need to do is look at your inventory that you still have. If the inventory you still have, if you've been holding it less than a year, I would say still follow that Schedule C because it depends what you're on on December 31st. I would keep that Schedule C active because if you have short-term investments, which is what Schedule yeah. D is form, you're going to be paying a higher tax rate on that than you would on the Schedule C. So okay. I would wait for those inventory to go from a short-term inventory to a long-term investment. And that would minimize mm. the taxes on any potential gain you're going to get still on that remaining inventory. Got it. Okay. So let's say somebody got into the hobby in January, maybe early than 2022. They bought a bunch of stuff. It's all gone down in value and they sold it at a loss, but they didn't have a business set up. Is there any sort of out for them? There is an out. Again, it depends on whether or not they want to continue in 2023. So if they okay. sold it in 2022, they have no inventory left. And they get us 1099, which if you read the news, and we've been warning about this now for two years, Ty, <laughs> you're going to have to file a Schedule D then. Because you that's the really the only way to do it. And you're going to pay taxes on that based on your actual income for the year, based on whatever tax bracket that is. If you okay. held that inventory for longer than a year, we should say investment now, because that's what Schedule D is, an investment schedule. C is inventory. If you held that investment longer than a year, you're going to pay somewhere between zero and 20%, which is most likely less than the tax rate you're going to fall in. Okay. Uh, I can just sense it in your voice and I can, I completely sympathize with this. How stinking important is it to be running this off of schedule C? You give yourself so many different outs and, and ways of minimizing risk with the schedule C, right? A hundred percent. But the one trap I see is people coming to me. Make money, say, I don't want to show you on Schedule C. And again, my advice is always get as close to zero as possible. Don't go under, get close. And the reason why I say that is the IRS doesn't want to see three years in a row or even three out of five years of losses on the Schedule C. 
the IRS says, they're deciding it, not you. This is not a business. This is now a hobby. And the hobby, you're going to be paying a flat 28% income tax. Nobody wants to pay that much money in income tax. That's insane. So in order to avoid that, you need to make sure right now when you're doing this that you're not going to extend to the third year of losses on the Schedule C. If you like, if you think you can have a little bit of a gain this year and you want to continue, show the gain. And that thing showed millions or even thousands of dollars, but you want to show the gain. You don't want to show the loss. You can't lose money every year. I'm going to keep on enforcing that. <laughs> so. uh, okay, gotcha. If this is your third year and you've lo- and you've lost money again, the uh, the exit strategy is just exit, right? Just get the exit strategy is yes. You're going to get a 1099 this year, like I said. Yeah. You're going to most likely want to take that to the Schedule D, not the Schedule C. And your income taxes will most likely still be less on that if you go to the Schedule C. And not only that, it's very, very tough to get in the IRS's radar. But you don't even want to get on it to begin with. You know what I'm saying? It's like the no-fly list. You don't want to get on it to begin with because once you're on, it may be tough to get back off. Okay. That, that's very true. Uh, what else do people sometimes do that gets them flagged in the IRS system? Is there anything else that people need to know about? Yeah. The one thing I see common, and I know how a lot of people write me about yeah. this, is they deduct their inventory as an expense the minute they pay for it and not when they sell it. Uh, and this tax release, this tax act came out in 2018. It was very vague. Fortunately, the IRS came out last year and said, no, no, no. Inventory is only an expense when you sell it, not when you purchase it, except for some very rare exceptions. I guarantee you, I have yet to see one of the thousands of emails I get fall into those exceptions. Gotcha. Okay. That's cash versus accrual. Correct. It is going to be accrual. It's going to be, especially with the inventory, 100% every time. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. Okay. Um, okay. So let's say somebody lost money. They had a terrible year in 2022 with sports cars. They want to remain in the business. They want to optimize, do things better. What advice do you give them from a tax perspective heading into 2023? Be smarter. Do more research. I don't know. <laughs> I am not here to give you advice about what cards to buy, what cards to sell. My uh, job here today, Ty, is to help people not pay as much taxes as they're going to think they have to. I'm here to help push the envelope without going over. That's hilarious. As I asked that question, I thought he's probably thinking like sports card investor style here, which I know you love. love Go on chasing cardboard. Yeah. Right. Um, Well, I guess what I was getting at, uh, I was trying to give you this massive softball and that is reach (laughs) out to you and someone like you to understand how to properly set up your business and work deductions the right way. Because as we talked about before on schedule C's, there's so many stinking things you can deduct to make your sports card investing, whatever you do, collecting uh, less, less profitable, almost profitable. profitable. Yeah. No, absolutely. Let's make it profitable. It's like I was, we we're talking quickly. It's like people come to me all the time and like, and I walk through them. They have nothing ready. I walk through them. I go, listen, you're doing schedule C, you work from home. And most people don't have a card shop. They work from home. Let's get your utility bills. Let's get your cell phone bills. Let's get your mortgage. Let's get your rent. Let's look at your mileage. Like the world is almost your oyster. Okay. We don't want to get too greedy, but we're going to be as greedy as we're allowed by the government. I love it. I love it. There you go. So, all hope is not lost if you've had Never. a bad year in the sports Never. car world. Uh, there's some some ways you can optimize and do things a little differently. And December's a great time to be thinking about that. Now, um, 
we are in, we're in the end of November now. You're going to be watching this beginning of December. Let's say you've had a good year in the sports card world. Um, what are some things you should be doing? Let's say your books are in order and you kind of understand where you're going to be. Yeah. What are some things you should be doing to maybe minimize your exposure heading into 2023? Tax bill. Be, well, like I said, you should be investing in yourself right now, Ty. Uh, oh. What's so important is you have a choice. Let's say you're going to make a thousand dollars. You think you're going to make at the end of the year, make it easy. Okay. For every dollar you invested in yourself, that's give or take about 35% less you're going to have to spend and give to the government. So it's not a one for one, but let's say you take $1,000, you spend $1,000 on yourself. You buy yourself a new computer for your business, obviously. And so you're going to have to pay now taxes on $650 instead of 1000 But again, I'd rather spend that money on me and invest in myself to increase my business and give it to the government. Okay. Th those are awesome things. I can think of yeah. a million ways you can invest I, in I have one client that bought this amazing apparel. He sent me an amazing Under Armour shirt. He's he's going gangbusters right now. I don't want to mention his name. But people are still doing very well, even though the market is normalizing. I use that in quotes. <laughs> normalizing, is, normalizing is the perfect word to use uh, because it makes me feel like uh, it hasn't been such a bad year. Uh, because it hasn't been. It's normalizing. Yeah, what that's, what my tax, I mean, that's what my investment advisor says to me also. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, revert to the mean. Uh, what else can you do if you know, again, you have to have your numbers in order to be able to even assess this. Yes. Let's say you're, you know you're going to be exposed 2,000 bucks heading in you know, January 1st. Any other fun ways that you can spend that money as kind of a write-off to offset? It's one thing you can do if you're a gambler, unlike myself, you can get into breaks. And I'll explain. I did a video before, but I want to explain real quickly again. The cost of goods sold method, which is cost of goods sold, is basically the inventory expense. Is your beginning inventory plus your purchases minus your ending inventory. So if you get into a break, what are two things is going to happen? Let's say you get nothing. So your purchases go up which means your cost of goods is sold inventory goes up, but your event ending inventory doesn't go down because there was nothing in there. You threw the cards away, whatever. They're out. So you will have a higher expense deduction on your inventory cost of goods sold. Or the other thing is you get a great card and it's going to stay in your ending inventory. But hopefully the card you get is worth more than the amount of money you invested in. So you made money in that regard, your potential to make more money as well. So if you have the guts, which I don't have, you can get into breaks as well. Wow. Th this took a twist. This took a, yeah. a twist that I was not yes. expecting. <laughs> yes. The CPA, which by the way, I didn't qualify you at the beginning. You've been doing this since you were like two years old. Uh, 25 years of, of CPA work? Unfortunately, probably more, but yes. So. <laughs> My goodness. You know what you're talking about. So people that leave comments. About, like, I probably yeah, I've answered literally thousands of emails, Ty, since we first met got over two years ago and I'm happy to do it. I love doing it. I love helping out the community. Amazing. Well, you're a collector at heart, as you can yes. see behind you. Yes. Uh, your email will be in the show notes below. Uh, yes, it will. Subscribe yeah, to Frank's Frank, page. My only charge is you have to subscribe if you haven't already. I'm happy to answer questions for returning subscribers, obviously. You are an amazing asset to the hobby and the, and the hobby community. I thank you for that. Uh, this is the first of probably two or three more that will happen over the next six months as we hope you walk through the tax world and sports cards. Yep. Thank you so much, Frank. Have an amazing night. Thank you.